What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Get the Bag podcast. I'm your host, Gladia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park. What's up, We have an exciting, what's going on? We have a really exciting uh, topic, a really trendy topic of what's going on right now in the real estate space, specifically uh, commercial. Uh, But before we get all into that, don't forget to subscribe, like uh, this episode, uh, follow us on IG, all the things. Uh, We're on here every week, every Wednesdays. Uh, We'll either have a guest or discuss the trending topic that's going on in the real estate or entrepreneurial space because uh, we're about getting that bag. So uh, this specific topic is is interesting because uh, I think it's really changed since uh, COVID hit, right? Uh, all these yeah. companies were utilizing and put in so much money, right? And I remember me, myself being in the tech space, it was all about the perks, right? All about the office perks of yeah. getting lunch delivered to you, snacks, basically a whole convenience store <laughs> in the building, uh, having your own office space. Uh, but that changed since COVID. A lot of mm-hmm. uh, companies ha- ha- were forced to go remote. Remote. A lot of companies were first forced to do that. Um, and now that COVID is kind of, you know, just sort of come and gone. I mean, it's still around, but um, now companies are like, hey, why don't you guys come back? It's time to come back. And people are really... Uh, putting their foot down and saying like, no, it's actually, mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to the office. Uh, I think yeah. um, in some cases, some companies are actually demanding their their teams come back. There's some that's like offering them a hybrid approach. I think my brother works for a tech company and they do it where it's like, hey, you at least have to come in once a week for mm-hmm. all hands meeting with or whatnot. But this has really changed uh, the trajectory of office buildings and what you can do with it. And I think there's pros and cons. There's ton of space empty, which is what we're going to discuss today um, is really the, it's a, it's, it's a problem. It's become a problem because you have empty spaces coast yeah. to coast from LA to New York. Uh, so we're yeah. going to break that down, but um, kind of when you kind of started in the, in the commercial space, I mean, I think it sort of started and, and I think now at, at this point, uh, I think investors are having to be creative with what the exit strategy that they can utilize in terms of office spaces. Yeah. I think everything that you just mentioned, uh, you know, the, the world has changed ever since COVID. And I think the economy has changed as well, just, you know, with interest rates high and loan, they, you know, the biggest issue was, is that, the short they had short term loans on these office buildings, so that's why right. they're scrambling to kind of get this all. Um, you know, like they can't even sell these these buildings just because at the market that or at the rate that they want, just because they um, don't have any revenue coming in because there's nobody in the offices. So, right. I think when I first started in real estate um and commercial um we did look into some offices uh but um it still wasn't a um you know a go-to uh asset that we looked into but mostly it was multifamily is bread and butter of course and then right uh, medical and then industrial which are still um top um asset classes that we look into uh but uh, offices is definitely taking a hit 
Um, and I know people that want this to happen so get, they can take over the asset um, at a 60%, even 70% discount and then right. hold, right? They hold it and, you know, because they feel real estate's a cycle. It'll come back in some way, some form, which turning that asset into something different that doesn't even mean it's an office space, you know? Right. I think LA has passed an ordinance in regards to being easier for office spaces downtown to turn into residential. So right. it, so I think as this problem continues, I think working with the government and the city and what, what can be done to think outside the box for these huge buildings that are empty. And I think people got a taste of what it is to work from home and they like that. They don't want to go back. They don't want to go back. So how do you entice right. people to come back or at least come back for part of the week? Right. Yeah. And, um, but there's something to say about, you know, the synergy of being around people um, in a work environment. I think that's still kind of yeah. needed um, because I think people that are growing up in the age of, or at least their professional careers in mm-hmm. the COVID uh, era lack some of the, you know, interpersonal skills of communication face to face, right? Uh, everything's right. through a screen or, you know, email or Zoom or whatever conference call you're, you're going to be using. StreamYard. So, <laughs> StreamYard, that's right. So um, it, it, the landscape has just changed so much and we can see the effects and, you know, the effects of office will continue for, I think, the next couple of years. So I agree. I think you brought up, you touched upon like really, really good points because um, you're right. It's like, I mean, even the landscape of the downtown areas in these metro markets have changed, right? Like you look at downtown LA pre COVID and now is so different. There's so much more homeless communities yeah. the same in the same. And this is where it's an economic impact. The same yeah, can be 100%. said about LA, downtown LA. People are like, it's so dangerous now compared to what it was because police force, they had to let go due to COVID. Um, so there's a lot of impacts. Not, not only does it impact the office space uh, or the office building, but also the restaurants, the cafes where people yeah. go to, right? In between. Exactly. That's always bustling, right? Because you have people during lunchtime, breakfast, snacks, whatever. Those are also getting hit where they're having to sell or move out of that those spaces. So it's it's a trickle effect um, with it with this uh, COVID uh, with how like COVID has impacted the whole office space. Um, but you know, I think I read somewhere, or I think you posted somewhere, at least in San Francisco, which has you know a ton of office space. There's like 27.1 million square feet of empty office spaces. Um, and that's, that's insane. That's a lot of that space is crazy. Um, yeah. that, that's being impacted. Um, but, but you're right. It's like, and, and that's kind of the problem. It's like, how can you entice people? You've given them a taste of working from home. And if they're performing, why are we wanting to, to force that? It, I think either you have to adapt to the new age and figure out how you can utilize the office space and, and also like, you come into an investment like that is having exit strategies, multiple exit mm. strategies, like how we talk about 
multifamily is like, okay, if you're getting an office space, you can't always depend on, uh, you know, a tech company to rent it out or whatever yeah. to lease it out to you. And that was something uh, that the company I worked for, uh, we went fully remote right before COVID hit. So we're really oh, lucky wow. in like the timing. Um, but if you think about the overhead cost of renting an office space, it's really, really expensive. And that was kind of the main driving force in doing that. Uh, but imagining like going from an office space to remote and completely going fully remote, uh, mm -hmm. that that takes time. And like, how do you build that, uh, the social um, kind of community uh, within a team, you do lose that. And it's really yeah. even for, for, for my old, my old company that that it did affect us where it was like okay the new kids on the block after the fact that got hired we just don't have the same connection as the people yeah. we met through the office so i think that's going to be a challenge for sure um but at the end of the day it's like it's all about profit right it's all about money um and if people can save money by not renting out offices or if people are locked into leases um mm -hmm. You know, they, they do kind of have to do a, they have to adapt to maybe a hybrid approach where sure. it's like, Hey, you get the, you get to be in the office once a week. That's where we can really focus on community building or whatnot. Um, but this is a, it's, it's, it's a really interesting uh, problem. That's uh, I'm curious to see what, how it pans out. I think there's already certain markets. I think somebody was telling me in Austin, I think we're meeting with someone last week who was telling us that, um, they converted, was it in Austin? They converted an office space or maybe you were telling me, I don't know, I think it maybe was a high school, but it's like, you have to be creative in this way mm -hmm. where you convert office spaces into either into uh, multiple units or an event space. Like you, mm -hmm. you just have to think outside the box. Yeah. And I think the more, I think office building owners have this outside of the way of thinking whether it's turning it to residential or turning it into like you know maybe in the middle i think uh, i read the same thing that's where you know they turned in the, the middle of it into a restaurant or you know so there's right. at least traffic into coming into the building right um so just coming up with i think i even saw i don't know if it was downtown here I think it is downtown here. They put a um, virtual golf course into one of the office spaces, like all the whole floor. So you would go into, um, you right. know, a different office and it would be a, you know, golf screen as that was the hole that you would play. And then you go into another, right. uh, you know, basically room and that would be, you know, um, the second um you know, par three or whatever the case may be. So, right. which is interesting. It's an interesting concept or, um, you know, so like as top golf and events like that, because people still want to go out, they want to do things, right. If right. they can do something within the city that, that um, instead of driving so far or whatever the case may be, but, you know, like you're saying, it, it does have to, um change and you know people have to adapt so like i think the percentage now is like 46 percent of workers now work from home you know and that yeah that, that is crazy that that number is crazy you know i mean it's just a new way of, of working i mean that's um it's we're revolution we're in a revolutionary like stage i feel like um where we're transitioning from 
the typical nine to five of going to the office, commuting to now it's like having the luxury of like having your own, uh, building out your own office space and being more productive. Like I think Camille mentioned like, Hey, I'm way more productive when I'm at home, no distractions, no, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, I think ice cooler conversations or whatever, where it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're having to like be social. Water cooler, yeah. Uh, yeah. Water cooler, there you go. Yeah. Um, and and so just, that's, that's this really is a future of work. And it's like, what is that going to lead to? And um, there's so many aspects, there's so many implications with these empty office spaces. I think I was reading about the environmental implications as well of like, mm. just having unnecessary energy consumption uh, and carbon, uh, emissions as well in, in these offices are just sitting there. Right. Um, it's like, how can we reduce that? And then I think also, um, talking about like what, um, how government is intervening too, mm -hmm. like implementing tax breaks, uh, like, and I think we talked about this repurposing these vacant buildings, but yeah. tax breaks as well for businesses occupying those spaces, uh, can really help in kind of converting or doing something with these empty spaces. So yeah. I think there's, there's things being talked about, uh, even in like, um, rezoning certain things yeah. like, okay, it was zoned for an office building, but now it's going to be zoned for something else. So, um, I think there's, there's steps, but there's not really a, a, a real plan to in place because it's unique, right. To every owner on like what they want to do. hundred percent. Um, Another thing that I've been seeing, too, is that UCLA has been buying up a lot of these office spaces and turning them into mini campuses um, mm -hmm. for office buildings, So, which is great. They may have, like, you know, half the floors as classrooms or something like that. So and they're right. they're they buy pennies on the dollar, basically. And, you know, they have more footprint throughout los angeles i think usc is doing the same thing as well so they're so i think universities are one aspect of where that could be very enticing to um right. purchase office buildings to increase their footprint in areas that they might not so students don't have to travel so far to come into the campus they just have satellite right. um room classrooms um and they still do classes from I think um, you know via online as well too so I think right. there's a hybrid there but I think they're uh, you know coming some some professions you need to come into like the office right and some I mean you have doctors right hospitals right like right there's exactly. still gonna be like you said there's gonna there's, there's still gonna be a need for specific mm -hmm. professions but people need to adapt like this is the new world we're now living in a world of ai right like when yeah. ai isn't like it's like a, how are we going to implement ai and like mm. virtual reality and <clears throat> all these aspects um, right. of that uh so it's it's going to be really interesting what what's going to happen but i think this is all happening with like how the with the market shifting as well and like you're saying people are paying these uh for these office buildings pennies on the dollar um and uh you know it's also like collect they, they have all this cash too so it's like taking advantage of of like the falling market and these really desperate owners that need to sell because i think you mentioned earlier with the loans um you know a lot of these um owners kind of had these loans that 
they can't refinance. So um, what's, you know, th there's going to be this like huge wave of, of um, companies that, you know, uh, they have until a specific time frame to, to pay. Right. So um, it's, it, we're, we're kind of leaning into over the next year, we're going to see the impact of uh, these homeowners. And these are the types that maybe you want to contact, right? If you're in, in commercial or if you have the broker relationships um, where it's going to even be less half a penny on the dollar because of where the market's at. Yeah, sorry. There's oh, an alarm yeah. going off in here. So All right, so well, I can, <laughs> I can keep talking. I can keep talking. But yeah, so it's it's really uh, it's really interesting how I mean from the time I remember I started um, in in real estate and like or just kind of dabbling in commercial and like everyone was talking about office buildings this office buildings that um, but I think the people who are taking advantage of it now are are those that are um, are creative can can think about it and, and I think to Tim's point in an example. Um, I think it was in Austin where they're converting it kind of into like a mixed use building that um, is like commercial at the bottom and then residential at the top, which you can go, you can easily convert that with the office spaces. You already have everything you need um, and just uh, kind of make enticing people with like really cool stores or really cool experience. I think you were talking about that, right? Make creating more, focusing more on the customer experience more so than, than anything. It's like, how can we include that? So we include the golf uh, experience situation. Um, even then, I think when I was in Hawaii, um, I think they created a really cool like surfing experience where, you know, they have those like surfing, um, uh, I think it's like, a, like those surfing pools or something like yeah. that, where it's like you get to surf and stuff. Uh, you have the restaurants and you have the um, the stores as well. Um, and then you can also, you have like a hotel. So it's like, there's, there's so many things that you can actually do with it. Um, if you kind of acquire at a, at a good price. Yeah, no, I, no, I totally agree with that. I think you showed me that when you were there or you posted something that was like that. So I think mm -hmm. creating different experiences, like you're saying, um, it just helps uh, with the issue at hand right so um there's okay we're going through this office i guess e epidemic or whatever it is this this problem and um how do we help solve that problem but a lot of people that are, are investors or in um, institutional um money are coming in and actually buying these as an opportunity right so right. They're looking more at the long term because they are buying these huge office buildings at a huge discount. And then now they, they, they need a plan on whether they can, what are they going to do with it? Right. So right. Um, a lot of the debt is coming. People are walking, I mean, literally walking away from these office buildings. I, I, th I think I just read, right. you know, they're giving it back to the bank and, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, these are business. So, um, but, right. but this is a, sorry, there's a, like a fire alarm going on here. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you're yeah, right. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's happening. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, 
it's a it's a it's a real thing that's happening right now so it's just like it's you have uh and i think it was like uh, i think we were talking to uh someone the other day too or last week talking about walking away they're like hey well it's under my llc it's not gonna affect me I, i'm i can just burn that llc and like not deal with it like people are literally walking away from properties um which is insane so if you can capture um the you know especially if you're in the commercial space if you can capture these owners um like this is kind of like what wholesalers or you know if you're in the real estate space like solving problems right you have these owners that no longer want to deal with it they're done with it and, and if you can find an, another buyer who can actually um really bring in like new solutions a new wave of like ideas uh you have opportunities there you can really probably make good uh, good money on, on those deals um because of the need because the um the owner is 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 desperate i mean yeah. that's 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 motivation that's motivation <laughs> that yeah. that is the ultimate motivation i mean like some of these bigger companies have five or six buildings you know and they're motivated to get rid of them and you know things that they bought it for they're actually letting it go for less than they bought it for maybe 10 years ago or you know 15 years ago so it's it, it is something where um it's it's just interesting to see in in our time and um you know uh, i think the office space will come back what's what is it going to look like in how the will it come back yeah yeah right yeah exactly i mean even camille said here and kind of like what we were talking about like how you can repurpose it um you know private events photography art mm -hmm. studios pop-ups um you know it's uh there, there will be a need for sure but it's like we're in this transition period along with like how the market's being hit um that you know there's um there's right now people are kind of like, well, what's going to happen. They're kind of waiting to see what's, what's going to happen next before they take the next step and um, kind of seeing where the market goes. I think honestly, people are ready. They're cash heavy. I think they're yeah. waiting to see like what's going to happen um, before they pull the trigger. Yeah. And do you give you guys some idea about like the outstanding loans, I guess out there or whatever. So um, what is coming due? It's like $1.5 trillion that are coming due by the end by of 2025, right? Yep. And just yeah. in LA. That's just in LA. So it's And like, so you imagine all that money from the banks too. Um yeah. that they loaned um out nationwide. Um yeah. that's how is that gonna affect the economy as well? So yeah. I mean we're we're already the market's already taking a hit. Um and so it's like we're we're wondering like, okay, when will this kind of slow down? But just based off of that, I mean, the way the market's kind of going and inflation and everything, 2024, 2025, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really interesting times. And so I think that's why people are like, hey, stack your cash, make as much mm -hmm. money as you can, because you just, the opportunity is going to come up. Like people who've been like putting in the work, the, they're, they're going to be the ones turning things around as kind of like a 2008 where you know after the fact people who actually kept investing yeah. you no longer hear of them <laughs> they're retired somewhere <laughs> right. um so that's kind of what we're, we're trying to that's where we're trying to be yeah and i think the biggest 
people that are going to suffer are the smaller banks that are doing had the commercial loans that have are having these uh, loans coming due, right. right? And so I don't know how they're going to survive. You know, these smaller regional banks. Um, you know, yeah, they can get get money from the government to a certain extent, but you know, to cover a lot of these commercial loans is going to be difficult for them. So I think as that landscape tends to pan out, then these smaller banks are going to suffer. The other thing is all these layoffs that have been happening as well. You'll see mm -hmm. that in tech. There's always... It's already happening. It's been yeah. happening. Yeah. And then entertainment industry, I mean, Disney laid off a bunch of people from ESPN and, you know, so... It, even even well, that's also AI, right? With like yep. where AI yep. is coming in, like um, we're we are in like a revolutionary period where we're transitioning not just the market but also like the landscape of work in and of itself. Like AI is going to be huge, and so I mean, I was I, I visited my brother over the weekend, and I was asking him because he's a product designer, and I was like, "How are you using AI? How are you guys implementing it in your company?" He's like, "Yeah, we're already." integrating it um you know have an api with chat gpt4 and like finding ways of like how we can chat with our customers and, and that, mm -hmm. that's an added feature so it's just finding ways to like make more money mm -hmm. using ai um so that's that's a thing right now um as well as you have to you can't just sit and not use ai or not utilize ai uh, because that is a feature so that's also another added <laughs> element to the layoffs as well as again people with the economy hitting and people wanting it's hard to ask for money right now it's really hard so like my uh, old company um you know getting a loan being qualified they look at your numbers right they look at your profit margins they look at um you know your your metrics and if you're not hitting it or if you're in a certain category they're gonna not want to loan you money and when they can't loan you money, I mean, you're, you're kind of going to fall in the red. So it's like, what do you do? You cut the costs, all right? You cut the salaries, um, things like that. So, uh, you know, you just have to find a way uh, to really just sort of get used to or adapt, adapt or die, they keep saying, which is really dramatic, but it's, uh, it's the truth. And I know Camille is on that uh, AI uh, bard. Uh, so if you haven't, if you really haven't gone into AI, uh, really look it up. I think we did do an episode on AI earlier this year. It may be due to, we may be due to do another one because there's so much that has changed even since uh, we last did it and like how we're implementing it. Um, but I think more and more you're going to see more companies actually integrate with the different chat GPTs. So now that right now there's chat GPT four, I think there may be five or six. Um, but it's going to keep upgrading. Um, and so like, how are these companies adapting to, you know, not kind of have their company fall, fall off the, the track. I don't know if your uh, alarm is still going, but I know we're, we're at the end of, <laughs> we're at the end of the, of the episode. So I hope this was really helpful. Um, I, and I think like anything in real estate, it's really important, whether you are in wholesaling, you're like office spaces, like, what does that have to do with me? It's all a trickle effect guys like with commercial and residential i mean we're seeing with like where the market's being hit but it's really good for you guys to kind of be um notified being uh you know understand what's going on in in the industry 
so that you kind of know um, what to expect. And it's, there is something to say when you're having conversations with people too, and like to implement, like and to, to show people like, Hey, I'm reading into what's going on in the industry. Cause this is, this could affect you one way or another, whether you're being laid off or your tenants, right. Um, not being yeah. able to pay rent because they got laid off, things like that. So it's all, it's all combined. It's all uh, part of the picture. So you really have to, uh, you know, see where that goes. So we hope you got a lot out of it. Um, get into AI. I think we may, we should maybe bring on Camille to do a bard um, kind of uh, showcase of how you can use AI. Cause again, a lot has changed. I think since the last time we started talking about it. So um, hope you guys had a, uh, you know, got a lot out of this. Uh, we'll be back next week. Same time. Um, please reach out to us. If you have any questions, don't forget to like subscribe, follow us on uh, IG, um, like this channel, all the things. Um, it always helps with the algorithm. Um, but we'll be back next week. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week and, uh, we'll talk to you guys later.